Hi and welcome to Sonoma Parenting 101. My name is Barbara Pappas and I am your host for today. You can follow us on Instagram and YouTube uh, under Sonoma Parenting 101 and you can check out educational materials, Montessori training and Montessori lessons at montessoricurriculum101.com. Today we talk about age appropriate. I simply made a few categories here and I will go through them one at a time. The big heading for age appropriate is first of all is it developmentally mastered and completed? Secondly, will it make us successful in life? And physically, is it uh, anatomically possible? Can the child do it? So the first one I actually want to address is that physical development. What happens uh, from birth until about a year? And when you just step back and look at the horizontal posture that an infant is in laying on his or her belly or stomach or um, back. So from that horizontal position, they develop into a vertical position and there are some transition positions. So what matters over to think about is that the vertical position is a weight bearing position and sitting is actually more of a load on the spine and the joints than standing. So in general, if a child cannot sit yet, don't sit him up. Don't have him sitting on your knee or your lap. Definitely don't get any devices where you prop him in so that they do sit up. Uh, that is borderline dangerous. Don't strap him into any devices where they are in a standing position. Uh, like there are some harnesses that you put into door frames and such. And they're actually bouncing around. And so there is some weight bearing and loading of the spine. It's very obvious that the human body takes care of itself. And when developmentally a child is ready, then they can perform it themselves. And this independence, like I can sit now, so I will sit. I can crawl now, so I will crawl and so forth, is very simple and something very important for us adults to remember. Often we just have to step back. If a child can run, they will run. So that is something to keep in mind. This from horizontal into a vertical weight-bearing position that happens in about the first 12 months. So the next point is decision-making. The adults of a household, they are the major decision-makers. Now between an infant and a five-year-old, there is a wide development and range of decision-making. But in general, the big decisions are made by the adults. Children can decide whether they want the round or the square cracker, whether they want the blue or the yellow shirt. 
as they get four or five year old, um, they can decide on their snack or their lunch within a limited offer. So sometimes I see families and the children run the roost. And what it does is the child is completely overwhelmed, having to make so many decisions. It's just not age appropriate. There's really no other reason. Children do not pay mortgages. They don't pay taxes. They don't go out and buy a car. They don't have that wide world view. They live in their small little bubble of some blocks and some sand and maybe a bicycle. And that is age appropriate. All right, we are moving on to the third point, And that is walking. So we just talked about that physical development. Somewhere around a year, 12, 14 months, there's no need to rush it at all. But once a child can walk, let them walk. They walk from the house to the car. Maybe they can climb in. They walk from the car to the school, to the entrance. Takes a little longer. They walk a little slower, of course. But please let them walk. Every time we pick them up, we deprive them of brain development. We deprive them of a sensory experience. Just imagine that simple fact of walking down or up a step, crossing a concrete sidewalk, maybe walking on little pebbles, on grass, on bark, having to overcome another strange threshold, touching wood or glass or metal on gates and doors and walls. All those are sensory inputs you know, balance, coordination, let them carry their lunchbox or their change of clothes or their little bag or backpack. It's a huge amount of information to the brain to handle all that. And when we don't, when we just pick them up for whatever reason, but most likely it's a need of the adult, it's definitely not the need of a child because they want to develop their brain. Uh, every time we pick them up, we deprive them of another minute or another 10 minutes of brain development. And those 10 minutes, they don't come back. What we had yesterday or last week or last summer, that time of development does not come back. We're all moving forward into the future. All right, next point, dressing, dressing oneself. So obviously there are many different types of clothing. Some are very easy. Some are quite difficult and require high skill. But somewhere around two years, a child enters the phase of, I do it myself. No, I want to do it. Let me do it. I do it. And that's very appropriate very age appropriate. The brain says, give me all this input, all this information. How small are the socks? How wide do I have to stretch the waist of the pants? Or how do I have to squeeze into the sleeve? 
the brain wants to know, so the child wants to learn. It's almost like a survival skill so that they can master it for later on in life. So anything with Velcro or elastic fosters independence. Zippers are the easiest of tools, but we have to show them the very beginning of feeding and sliding that ridge into the zipper to the very, very bottom. That's the hardest part. So you can cut back the steps of you show them right there on their jacket, you feed it all to the bottom and then you can say, and now you pull it up, you zip it up. And they have the experience, they zipped it. And very often, somewhere around two, two and a half, three, I've shown that a few times and they mastered it, they're doing it. Buttoning, we show them buttons how we stretch the hole sideways, we feed, we push the button through. It's tricky, it's a little maneuver, but um, part of that is failure and struggle, especially these self-help struggles. They have great importance and great value. Let them struggle and only then can they have that successful experience that they actually did it. The same with um, tying knots, tying shoes. Five years old, children who are five, there's no reason that they don't know how to tie a shoe. If they can't, then it's just a lack from any adults, educators or parents that we have not shown them. There's a whole sequence of how to tie a shoe and children practice on their shoes or there's a tying frame and um, then they can do that. Super important, especially tying the shoes and then a double knot. How to put on a jacket, a sweatshirt, a raincoat. I tell you right now how to do it and you can practice it or try it out for yourself. It's very simple. The child lays the jacket with the inside facing up onto the floor and they position themselves right by the tag. So by the neckline. And then each arm dives into the sleeve and they hurdle, so to speak, by raising both arms. They hurdle the whole jacket over the head onto the back. So they're stand, standing by the tag, facing it, and then they stoop down. I say dive into each sleeve and they have to adjust a little bit but then the arms are the leverage and they lift it up and they whoop, hurdle it over the head. And they're so super proud that they put on the jacket themselves. So all that can happen between two, two and a half, definitely by three, absolutely. Um, I have another couple podcasts on all that fine motor development with pens and crayons and brushes and scissors and glue. Uh, that is a development. It takes roughly about two years from first exposure to mastery. So I would say from two to four, two and a half to four and a half, always, always let them practice and just make big messes with any kind of collages and arts and crafts. 
Uh, we are moving on. What is the next? Using the toilet. That's always fun for all families to master. Uh, by now, I have adopted the statement there is simply no toilet training. We have gotten so off the mark with um, messing it up for the children. So it's such a natural development. Uh, somewhere around two years old, towards two and a half, the bladder control is easier than the bowel movement control. Days are easier than nights. If there is a child by 30 months that are really far from having any idea of how to use the toilet, then they're moving out of that natural range of development. Anything that is too late, that is not developed at the natural stage, it becomes a completely different subject. We are dealing with psychological issues and it's just pulling teeth. So somewhere around 30 months, they should have mastered it. Maybe going on to four years old, they still have on a pull-up at night. Um, but anything after that is just too late and there's no reason that it's not happening. Separation. That's my last uh, point, I think. Um, that's a very big subject. Little moments just from infant that other adults hold the child uh, to gradually practicing separating. If we get a kindergartner, four and a half, five years old, uh, who simply have never left home, that's too late. That's just not fair to the child. Uh, that needs to happen earlier. That's a gradual development over those four and a half, five years.